Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ash Cohen 09, and joining me as always on the podcast is Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Evening, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. Thank you very much, mate. All good. Did you have good. a good holiday? Yes, very, very nice. Um, Apart from getting the shits. Oh, wow. That's, that is it. <laughs> if we get past the first couple of days, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. Very hot. Beautiful country. So, um, yeah. But glad to be back. I think you always, when you go away for a, 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 a quite a period of time, it's uh, you always look forward to coming back. So. Um, not sure about that, mate. <laughs> not sure about that. Take the word for it. That's it. Um, also joining us on today's episode is Joe. Good evening, Joe. Evening, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Thank you for coming on again. Um, and also making his podcast debut is Wizzy Fox. Good evening, Wizzy. Good evening, boys. How are you doing? Nice to be here. All right, thank you. Nice yeah, to no, be here. Thank, thanks, for, thank you for coming on um, and putting your name forward. It's um, it's good to have a new member uh, make their debut. Um, right. Today's agenda, we're going to start off transfer deadline day, obviously from the weekend. Um, we will talk about more about that in a minute. Uh, we'll then have a little look at Division 1, followed by Division 2. We'll then hear from Bertie uh, and the Gulf. We'll then have a little look at Division 3. Uh, we'll then hear from Joe and the F1. Uh, we'll then talk about Division 4. And then, obviously, new Champions League tournament coming up um, to you know take a little bit of a break from the seasons. Um, so we have, will have some team reveals for you. Um, at the end right so transfer deadline day let's start there um we were all successful in bringing at least one player um wizzy i'm going to start with you Uh, were you happy with your business or was there anyone that you wanted to get in that you didn't i mean obviously you bought in the striker is this striker mecca for 11 million yeah yeah mecca um i was a bit strapped for cash to be honest um so I didn't really need a striker, but he's seen a bit of a bargain, so let's go for it. Why not? So, uh, yeah. Was that the only position that you were looking for? If you could bring in some another position, who would you have gone for? I re- really fancied a CDM, but there wasn't many about. And there hasn't been many about, to be fair, all season. I've been searching all season, but, <clears throat> but so, no, I'm happy with what I've got. So That's good. You know, and uh, so did okay last season so let's see what happens <laughs> yeah more to come on that later um joe uh, a favorite of yours is finally in your team Absolutely. ryan raven birch well, you won you won the pick your own uh, rated player 93 million um was he number one priority oh i presume he was giving you picks him he was yeah um i had a quick look through the uh the thread where everyone had to put the players for markets to pick from and it was definitely one that stood out for me um, I think like you said I've had him before a central midfield was definitely an area I wanted to upgrade him um, and when I had a look at the sort of players that were available in that auction or you could pick he was definitely the standout option for me yeah 100% yeah, no he's good and he a player that you know will get good upgrades as well over the you know uh, over the course of the coming season, yeah, so, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he's definitely. Probably on the, he's probably on the verge of getting a move as well. Sorry, yeah, he's on the verge of getting a move as well. So absolutely, that's quite interesting. So yeah, yeah, no, ninety-three million well spent. I think, you know, um, jam. I mean, what else? What else are you going to spend it on? That's the thing. Isn't it? Well, de- we'll, to, we'll yeah. come. We'll come to that shortly. Um, jam. Obviously, <laughs> you bought in Casco, fourteen and a half million. Um, yep. He was your only player you bought in, wasn't he, on uh, BFAs? I don't was, think he... yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, my, my deadline day was all about 
offloading Doku really, who I'll be honest, last season, uh, last FIFA, sorry, was really, really good on the game, but this season he's absolutely atrocious. Um, obviously, I couldn't say that while I still had him because I needed to sell him. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Who did you sell him to? Uh, worm. <laughs> um, I wanted 25 million two oh, days before deadline day. I managed him. to get 35 million on deadline day. So, um, so yeah, quite happy with that. To be, to be fair, again, he, he's all right. He's just, he's nothing but pace. He's just literally pace, pace, pace. Everything else about him, he just, you'll be through one on one and he'll just completely skew it. Um, so, yeah, no, I was uh, i was happy to offload him considering he's a 75 as well, 300 grand a week wages. Um, he's one of them that I was happy to see him move on, and especially for 35 million as well. Um, and yeah, again, I think that it's it's fair enough that when you look at the the BFAs through the day, it's almost like obviously the later it gets, the the price increases, and everybody knows that's the case anyway. Um, so I knew I was going to go early on one of those um, one of those deals. And you know, case in point, you look at yourself, Joe. Obviously, you picked up um, uh, yeah, yeah, lost cheap quite early exactly. on, um, quite yeah. cheap. So if, if you can get in there early and, um, and and sort of pick up one of those guys, you you are onto a bit of a winner. Um, and, you know, Casco, since coming in for me, has been absolutely unreal. He's just got an upgrade on the latest Sophie for update. Um, nice. I put it in goal of the round, but he scored a uh, um, a beautiful chip shot from the edge of the area against Plunkett in our playoff. Um, so, yeah, no, he's been he's been worth his weight in gold so far, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, it's otherwise quite a quiet deadline day. A lot quieter than I wanted it to be. I, I wanted so many other players. Yeah. Um, and in hindsight, obviously it's a wonderful thing, but I should have bid higher at the time for some of the players. Mm. Um, Gedston Fernandez, who eventually went to Gaz for 45 million, um, is you know was a stalwart in my team in the last reset. I guess I spent 100 million on him in one of the BFAs and just kept him all the way through. Um, and and same again, I think the 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 BFA that Berger and Joe won, which was the pick any 79 rated for winning the club's event, I should have gone much higher in that, really. I think I went to... Yeah, I regret not I didn't go really anywhere high, high enough. I should have gone a lot higher. Um, I wanted to bring in someone like a, um, Julian Timber, you know, from Ajax at centre-back, Pacey centre-back, or I wanted to bring in maybe um, Camavinga from Real Madrid. But, yeah, one of them things didn't happen. Um, so, hopefully now, just fingers crossed, toes crossed, there's not a cut in the off-season. Uh, well... So, okay, so for me, it started off very, very strongly. Won the raffle, again, um, as some would say. You must and you must to... tell me, by the way, how you do that. Well, uh, well <laughs> I did six tickets, uh, 500k, so I spent three million. And I think that's because on average, that's what they tend to be, isn't they? Normally two or three million raffles. Um, so I did six tickets, uh, three million, and... Um, obviously well spent and Sufati was my pick I did have a little look at um, Adama Traore but for me um, I, I went for Fatty just because I think his finishing is a bit higher and there's a few other stats that were a bit more important to me rather than just the pace and strength that Traore gives um, so that was a good start to the day uh, Sinistera was my next pick up um, again a winger um, quite pacey has looked quite good I think over the last couple of games um in his team, it was done. I think he's Feyenoord. I think he's based at Feyenoord. Um, so again, another player I quite like the look of. And then, well, I will mention it. Um, obviously, <laughs> I went for the mystery player, all in 136 million. Uh, Ian Birmingham, 60 rated. Um, and I'll be very honest, I'm not even putting him in my team. 
Um, he will be spanked at the start of next season. Is one of those things, isn't it, for the mystery? I think you know we've not had a shitter for quite a while. It was going to be inevitable at some point, and it's just a bit unfortunate that it's fallen my way. So, um, cut please. Um, next season, that would be nice. I vote in favour. Um, <laughs> but no, on the whole, uh, the, getting Fatu uh, for three million outweighs the the mystery. So if I'd not if I'd not won the raffle, um, then I would have been there would have been a bit more tears. But um, yeah, it was it was it is what it is. And uh, well done to obviously everyone that was involved with transfer deadline day because it is the best day. Of I the think season. when you when <clears throat> oh it was for sure. I mean, I think when you look at it um, in terms of the the big winners, I mean, Sean, Sweaty, Sofa. They all added numerous players to their um, to their teams. I think Sweaty and Sofa now have got massive wages as well, which will be interesting come the start of next season. Um, Sweaty is sitting on, I think it was about 7.7 million of wages. Um, double check that. Yeah, yeah 7.4. And sorry, I'm just checking this now as well. Sofa can't be far off. Where is he? Uh, oh, no, to be fair, no. Sofa's actually not too bad. Um, he's 4.7. Um, but again, you know, Riverman, six million as well. So I think we can all agree that the highlight was uh, was soggy getting the uh, the raffle pick. I mean, that was <laughs> that it. was. I imagine I imagine the, uh, the the air was blue in any chats with Riverman after that point, Joe. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's pretty. Uh, I don't think he's too annoyed about it because he was always going to come in at some point. I, I'm sure he'd like to have bought it himself, but he can't control those raffles, can you? Um, no. When someone wins them, they're always going to try and uh, extract the maximum value pick out of them, aren't they? And when you can take someone that's worth as much to one particular person, you're like a winner, aren't you, really? That's it. That's yeah, it. absolutely. Right. We're going to move on. Um, we're going to go on to Division 1. And it is another season that we're saying congratulations, Berger. Um, Berger has won Division 1 with 46 points. He finished uh, nine points ahead of Sweaty, uh, who propelled the last five games. He won his last five games to propel into second on goal difference because Ben AJ Cooper looked like he was going to be up there this season um, and then sort of fell away the last couple of games, you know, two defeats. Um so, Berger, Sweaty and Ben. Oh, news coming. Berger, Sweaty oh, and Ben yeah, were in my, uh, top three. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, looking towards the bottom, Morris and Sean have, going, have gone down this season. And, Jam, yourself, you were in the relegation playoff. Um, you did manage to uh, to stay up, beating Plunkett 2-0. Let, let's start with you. Um, obviously, you know, five wins, five draws, eight defeats. Uh, minus 21 goal difference, you know, a couple of, I mean, I was just looking at your last sort of five games, especially mm. including a 5-0 defeat to Berger. Um, mm. Going into next season, well, you don't want to be in another relegation scrap, but we, I say that, it's a tough division. You know, we've, we've spoken, on, we've spoken yeah. on this. Yeah, it's a tough division. I think that there'll be two things that go in my favour next season. I mean, first of all, if you'd have said to me, at the start of last season, I think I said this on the the preview podcast, to be fair, if you offered me relegation playoff and staying up at the start of the season, I would have snapped your hand off. Um, you know, if you told me I'd have had five wins in this division and five draws and only eight defeats against the people in this division, I'd be more than happy. Um, so I can't quibble too much at all about that. Um, I, I would say that, um, you know, again, I potentially, you know, I've got a bit of a war chest going into the start of next season. Again, if it doesn't get cut, 
Um, so I can maybe make some additions there and, and hopefully push myself out of that division. But the other main thing that will be going for me is, again, if we do potentially go back to three divisions in terms of numbers, um, that will inevitably mean, obviously, there are some weaker players um, from the upper echelons of Division 2 maybe joining this top division. So, um, you know, that'll allow me to potentially score some more points and fingers crossed sort of end up in that sort of no man's land above the, the relegation playoff. But yeah, it's, it's been a tough, tough season, but I've enjoyed it for sure. It's been, uh, it's definitely been more of a challenge, more thoughts gone into actually playing the games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what's been some of your standout games, do you think, from, from the season you've played in terms of... Um, um... I think, unfortunately, the first fixture against you, where you beat me, um, that was <laughs> that was that was frustrating. Um, I think the the I think I took six points or four points off Sean, which obviously in the end is what was kept me up. Um, but the, the the standout fixture for me was Ben. Um, I think I took four points off Ben AJ Cooper. Um, you know, won and, and drew, which at the time completely handed Berger the title. Um, which, yeah, no, sorry about that, everybody. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, I would say that, that to be fair. Um, and again, you know, Morris, you know, me and Morris played out two really, really good draws, 2-2 two, two and 4-4 four, four, four at the end of the season. I don't know how, I, I know obviously Joe's probably got something to say about this and, and, and Aaron as well, but um, I don't know how Morris is, is bottom of the division because every time I play him, he's really, really good. <laughs> so it really confuses me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a good season overall. Yeah, I mean, Joe, let's come to you next then. So uh, there's two parts that I was going to ask you. Let's talk about what Jams just said. Morris. Yep. Nine points yeah. this season. He's only won two games out of 18. He's drawn three and then obviously lost 13. Um, does it, is that, an, uh, I don't want to say undeserving because obviously he's only won two games. Um, but are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. I think it's I think I think it's an interesting division. I don't think I know it's ironic because I'm in Division Three now. I don't think there's as much quality in the division anymore. But once you get below those sort of top four teams, it's so tight from there downwards, isn't it? Like there's, there isn't a big skill gap between the sort of fifth down to tenth place. And when it's that tight and you're down there, it's tough to pick up points at all. Really, you've only got to have a bad run of games and you're pretty much knackered. Um, in the relegation places, aren't you? And I think the thing with Morris as well is that he's so up and down. I mean, I know from the head-to-head games I've played him, sometimes I'll beat him easily. And I think I, I played him after the F1 the other night, and he beat me 4-1, and there's nothing I could do about it. It's, it's just so up and down for me. Yeah, I mean, th- that's it. I mean, you say that, you know, from fifth downwards, it is tight. It is, a you know, it is competitive. I mean, 22, 21, 21, Five points. Five points yeah. between fifth and ninth. You know that's that's not much at all. That's a set of a set of games. Um, yeah. So it it has made for close uh, close combat, and um, you know, thankfully for myself, it's done quite I'm well. Surpri- <clears throat> surprised to see Aaron down there, though. Yeah, I mean, I was going to come. I was going to come to you next on that, Wizzy. Obviously, Aaron. You know, we we we've been on the site a long time. Um, and I remember mm. the days that, you know, I'm going to sound like Storm, FIFA 15, Aaron, that, you know, Aaron was up there and uh, and competing. Well, he dominated, yeah. That's it. Yeah, um, I mean, mm. he has finished seventh, just above Jam, by, um, you know, on goal difference, uh, with a better of five goals. Um, do, looking ahead at next season, do you think he's going to propel up a bit, or do you think maybe that sort of is the position that he is at, at the moment, you know, those sort of middle middle spots. 
I think Aaron's got the quality, definitely. You know, and if he gets the players, then he's going to challenge again, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's he's an interesting one. Um, let's just quickly, um, Joe, I'm going to come back to you. Berger. Um, obviously, you know, he's played for 18, won 15, drawn one, lost two. He's got the best defensive record in the in that league. Um, and he's not the second highest goals, though. He, you know, I think um, Sweaty and uh, Brian and myself have scored more than he did. But that defensive um, mm-hmm. record has gone, um, you know, he's done well. Um, what do you, any comments you want to make on that? No, I mean, I mean, I know we, we I know we like to talk about Burger on the on the podcast. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> the thing is, nobody ever wants to be nice about Burger, do they? But <laughs> you've got, you have got to give him a bit of credit. I mean, nineteen goals conceded in what eighteen games—that's a hell of a yeah. record, to be fair. It's very I, good. I do, I do think, like I said earlier, you, you've got the top four teams, and then you've got the the sort of the other six. And if you're a good player and you can beat those other six extensively, you're going to have a good season, aren't you? You've only really got to do well against the other three teams, really. And I think that's what he's done, to be honest. Mm. Um, it's a great record. 19 goals. That's I, it. For, for me, personally, I feel like this is a really hard beefy to defend on. Mm. I don't feel like I have a lot of control of my players. How you only concede one goal a game for every game, for me, is great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair enough. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move on to Division 2. Um, so, the top three, Mark the Shark, River and Plunkett. This almost feels a little bit like the championship in real life. You see the same players at the top of this division that go up, and then the following season they come down, and then the following season they're going back up. So, Mark the Shark and River have gone up automatically. Plunkett, as we have alluded to, lost uh, to yourself, Jam, in the playoffs, so he will stay in this division. Um, and then uh, Hilly is going down um, automatically, and then Bertie will also uh, be going down uh, to Division 3 because he also lost the playoff against Bry. I mean, he was thumped um, in that playoff game. Um, Jam, Riverman, Mark the Shark, looking at the names in this division, is that really a surprise? I mean, I know I've just alluded to the fact that it's the same people that seem to go up and down from this division, mm. but... Uh... No, I mean, they'll, they'll get relegated next season, so it's all right. Um <laughs> I think um, you know. To be, let's be honest. You know, again, I think they'll they'll be fighting in that bottom of Division One the same as I probably will be, and probably next season maybe you will be as well. Ash, it depends. Um, but I, I do think you're absolutely right. <laughs> I do I do think you're right. I think that um, you know you, you see that happen a lot, um, obviously in real life and in this game as well. Same with Bry going up and down from Division Three to Two all the time. It's it's no different. Um, I think that. Um, in terms of River, obviously he's he's had the the luxury of not having to pay match day wages, I believe, this season. Um, so he's been able to amass quite a good squad. Um, I think next season we obviously will see that change slightly because he won't be getting the free match days anymore. So we'll end up um, maybe seeing his squad level out with everybody else's. Um, Mark, I mean, you know, you, to win 13 out of 16, he's a worthy winner at the end of the day. I don't think anybody can say any different. Um, again wobbled a little bit towards the end. I think two of his three losses came in his last, last five, five games. games yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and, and Plunkett is a, is a good player. I think for me, the, the standout player in this division is Raz. Um, you know, we thought he would, you know, we, he, we talked to him, didn't we? Um, on I think the preview 
pod potentially saying that um, he and Hilly coming up both thought they wanted to be you know as long as they were safe they'd be okay and for me Raz seems to have thrived in this division so fair play to him yeah I mean Raz is well known for his uh, liking the lower rated players um, and I think if Raz had his way he would be on the lower rated players for all of eternity um, <laughs> so to finish fourth in that league and uh, you know I mean he was six points off Plunkett so you know maybe if a, if a set of games had gone his way I mean just looking he lost uh, two of his last five to Sofa so if he'd maybe taken up some points there um, then he could have been in that playoff spot um, but yeah I mean Raz has done very very well to um, you know get fourth um, looking at the bottom, uh, Hilly, Bertie, both are going to be uh, joining you in Division 3, Joe. Um, uh, again, I mean, are you surprised? Bertie is one that, for me, surprises me at times, because whenever I've played him, I've, I've found him really good. So, to see him now relegated um, is a bit of a surprise to me. Yeah, uh, I also have hard games against Burke because we play a very sort of similar style, a sort of patient um, waiting game, you know, praying, looking for looking for the ball. Uh, you look at Bertie's record, he scored 32 goals and he's considered 37. You've got a minus goal difference. You're struggling to start with, aren't you, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's it. Um I think I think Bertie, Bertie openly admits this is not his FIFA. You know, when you when you speak to him, similar to what you've said, Joe, and and I agree as well. This FIFA, I'm yeah. definitely struggling with defence. Um, to to be fair, um, but again, if you'd have said to me who are that that league was going to get relegated at the start of the season, especially when you don't consider the fact that Shelbourne obviously you know end up voiding all these games, um, I wouldn't have had Bertie in that bottom three personally. You know, I'd maybe been looking at MJG, Raz, maybe Hilly. Um, but it's certainly not Bertie. No, I'd, I'd have said he'd been mid-table. Yeah, I, I would have agreed with that. Um, Wizzy, what do you want to take from this division? What what stood out for you? To be honest, I'm quite surprised Riverman's up there. I mean, he's decent, but there's others um, that I would have put above him. But uh, yeah, Bertie, definitely one of them. Yeah, he's, he's, I'm surprised he's down there because he is decent. Um, Raz, um, had some good games of Raz over the last couple of seasons, and yeah, he's holding his own, which is good to see. But Sofa, Sofa's one of the, um, he's done really well because he, he was in the bottom division. He's it's very hard to score against, I find, uh, very good defensively. So, yeah, it's good to see Sofa up there. Do you think he'll push on next season for the sort of um, in those top three? I mean, did he only finish four points? Off the playoff, I can see so for doing. Yeah, definitely challenging. Yeah, he's he's good enough, and um, yeah, he's very solid, very good player. It'll be interesting. I mean, just quickly, um, obviously coming down from that top division is Morris and Sean. Um, are, are either of them pushing back on? I mean, I I know we well, talk. I know I mentioned about um, you know it's the same names that sort of seem to come up and down, mm. but. Well, personally, I haven't played Morris, I don't think. No. Um, I mean, but... Jam? Jam? What do you think? 
Yeah, I think again, I, I would yeah agree with what you're saying there. I think when you look at the people coming up from the bottom division, it depends on what happens, obviously, in terms of the divisional split. Mm. At the end of the day, that's going to make a big difference. But if we're to assume that Sean and Morris are going to end up being the, the sort of two standout players in whatever ends up being a mid-tier division, um, I think yeah, they're the two runaway one and two for sure, potentially with Sofa on on their heels. Um, I don't see anybody else doing anything different. Yeah. It will be interesting. Right. Yeah, I just make one quick yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just picking up on what Jam said there. Just, I don't think it's a big secret. We're going to go back to three divisions. So mm. when we're sort of talking about it, you've got to sort of assume that it's it's all going to get sort of um, mashed up a little bit again. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair enough. But right. I think that's a decent decision too. To be honest, to be fair, with the people who've dropped out as well, haven't they, this season? So. Yeah, that's that's definitely it's a bit thin on the ground now in some in some leagues. I, I think, especially when you look at Division Two as well, they were already mm. a man short, and then Shelbourne yeah. dropped out as well, and you're down yeah. to eight, and you're talking like 14 league games in the season. It's yeah, it makes good. it a lot more yeah. difficult, doesn't it? It's it's you only have to have a couple of bad results, and you you really in the matter. Yeah. yeah, you're having transfer yeah. deadline day every three weeks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. We're going to move on, and we're going to move away from FIFA quickly, and we're going to hear from Bertie, who's going to give us the latest from the AG Clubhouse. So, Bertie, take it away. Thanks, guys, and welcome once again to the golf section of the podcast. Weeks 10 and 11 are now in the books on the AG Tour, and the trend that we have had this season has continued, because in those weeks we had two brand new winners, which means after 11 weeks, we've had 11 different winners on tour. In week 10, we played the Countdown Classic at the Garden of Eden, and Andy Brill emerged top here on a score of 17 under. In week 11, we had the deadline day open at Liberty National, and the victor here was Nguyen's, who had come close on a few previous weeks and being runner-up, but a 9-under score was enough to give him the win. This week we are playing our season finale at Calamity Bay Golf Club, and that's a little bit trickier than the last few weeks' courses, it being the final week. The Tour title has been decided for the season, and it was a comprehensive victory for Big B 1970, who has an unassailable lead and cannot now be caught at the top of the AG Tour leaderboard. Well done, Bry. In the prize for the gross, which is called the final five, I myself have emerged victorious with suited recluse about 24 points behind. So both of these have been decided before the last event has been played due to the unassailable leads. Exciting news in that once this season is finished, we are going to go back in to having one of our famous Ryder Cups. Sign up will go up next week and we look forward to having as many people as we can play in this fun event. Until next time, thanks guys. Uh, Thank you very much for that, Bertie. Right, Division 3. So, the champion wins. 18 games, 1-12, drawn 1, lost 5. Uh, Jeff in second, and then Bry in third. Obviously, Bry has won the playoff, so both uh, Winch, Jeff, and Bry will be playing... Um, well, yeah, I mean, we 
just talked about three divisions. So they they have they're going up. Um, and then at the bottom, Tuggy, Worm, and Lost Boy. Um, Wizzy, I'm going to start with you. Worm, Worm has gone down. Um, this season he's only won six games and he's drawn two and lost the rest. Um, and he also had a minus 19 goal difference. The worst. Sorry, the worst in that division. Um, uh, what, what? Yeah, sorry. What's gone wrong? Yeah. Well, Worms, he's up and down, isn't he? Um, he can be brilliant or he can be rubbish, to be fair. <laughs> um, I think he's, he's he's been on the rubbish side this season, hasn't he? Um, but just going on the wince, I mean, it's great to see the old-timers doing well, to be fair. <laughs> um, look across, you know, the experienced guys in all divisions are doing the business. Yeah, no, I mean, Wince is, um, you know, he's a player that on his day is really, really good and it's good to see him go up. Um, yeah. Joe, uh, mid-table position for you this time around, mm-hmm. you know, 1-9, uh, yeah. draw 5, lost 4. So cool. actually, you only lost, you, you did lose the least amount of games in this division um, and then obviously took the most, second most, well, yeah, joint most draws. Um, only a point. No, only a point off the playoff and only um, three points off second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it turned out not too bad. The season, last, really. Yeah, I mean, just the last five games, isn't it? You, you know, two losses in a draw. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know where that's come from. I had a bad start. Um, I think I took one point off Jeff in my first two games and I went on a holiday and didn't play for three weeks and I came back and played a couple of games and... It, it just it's just the way it went. I I didn't have a bad season. I scored the most goals in the league. I got I think I had the golden boot. It's of a point of the playoffs. To be honest, for a version of FIFA that just doesn't suit me in the slightest, I wasn't too upset with my season. To be honest. Yeah, I mean uh, yeah, that's it. Um, Jam. Two names I want to I want to mention, and uh, we do like mentioning them on the podcast, hmm. is Dearest Storm, who had yep. a very mixed record this season. You know, won seven, drawn four, lost seven, um, and Red Rhinoceros, who has hmm. survived. Um, you know, Division Three, he will be standing yeah, I mean, up. I think you know. Again, we we talk about. Um... My uh, my aspirations at the start of the season for me personally in Division One it was basically by hook or by crook not to get relegated. Mm. Um, I think if he'd have told you his aspirations were any different to that, then he was lying, because I think again you know you, you look at it and for him first well no you know first time out of first time out of Division Four um, or the bottom division whichever of that would be whether it was the old division three soon to be division three again mm. or whether it's division four you know you can see now that he um he really wanted out of that division and, and really didn't want to go back to it didn't want to be a one season wonder um it's funny you know we, we talk about this fifa not being the best for some people again i'm struggling as well joe i think i agree this fifa doesn't suit me i know it doesn't suit bertie as well um one person who this fifa does suit is him you know it does suit rhino his um his results you know, over this season and the season before have been have been really, really good um compared to where he's maybe been before. Um so yeah, I think no, he'll be he'll be really chuffed. With Storm, I think in that division, I think sixth is pretty much if you know, if you ask me to pick where he would be, I say that he would probably be there. When you look at the people that are above him, is he any better at them than FIFA? No. If you look at the people below him, is he any better? Yes. So Again, I think that's quite a fair reflection on his season, really. And again, like you said, the very mixed bag of results. Um, 
just just about sort of covers off where where he is. Um, so you know, I think in in terms of those two, I think that Rhino will be happy with his position. Storm, I don't know. Maybe he won't be happy, but I think it's probably a fair reflection on where he should be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair enough. Um... Yeah, I just just a just a point as well. I know I know obviously you've mentioned to the other guys, but I think for me that that again I, I don't want to sound patronising because again I know it can easily come across as patronising instead of praise. Um, but I think we have to say that you know another fantastic season by Didex. Um, you know he yes. he's he's yeah, he's joint good. level in, in terms of points yeah. with with Bry, who's in the playoff. Um, he missed out on goal difference. And it's another one of those where, you know, you look at it, he lost the same amount of games as Rhino and Storm, but we've talked about it before, you know, he didn't draw. He either yeah, went no for draws. it and won yeah. or, or lost. And sometimes maybe that's what some people can be um, a bit guilty of, you know, maybe thinking actually, do you know what, one point is better than none, but yeah, three points is better than one. And it seems like Dio's gone out and attacked people and either he's lost or he's, or he's won. Um, you know, you see case in point, his last fixtures, he beat Jeff 6-2 and then lost 4-1, you know, and he still comes out with, with more points than he would have done if he got two draws, obviously. So, mm. yeah, I think Diodex is very comfortable in this division now. Um, and I said, actually, he would get relegated this season. So I'm definitely eating some humble pie tonight. <laughs> yeah, just just a bit. It's not even like he's just survived by a couple of points. Yeah, he's, um, he's smashed it. He's absolutely <laughs> smashed it. He has done really, really well. Yeah, and, with, um... with, with, with respect, you know, again, I'm, you know, I'm not, not pointing you out, Joe, but, you know, to finish a point above you, Joe, yeah, goal difference, you had a better goal difference. But, you know, for someone who, like Diadex, is normally bottom of Division 3, yeah, you know, sort of been mid in the bottom to of top tier of four. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Compared to someone like Joe, who's been in the Prem not too long ago, you know, Dio's done really well there, to be fair, and deserves credit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you've got to give him credit because he has improved. Fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of people in the mm. league who have always been the same sort of standard. Al, to be fair to him, has put a bit of work in and he's got better at the game. And that shows in his results. I mean, he, again, with the greatest respect, he did used to be a bit of a walkover. And now he's, he's, he's the game's against a bit tough. They're very tough. And he's, play, he's playing more, though, isn't he? Yeah. He is, yeah. I was going to say, ironically, I was just having a look there before we do the F1. He's actually top of Division 2 in the F1 as well, so <laughs> he, must have had, he must have had some sort of... Uh, he's got a new controller. I don't know. Something's some happening because he's, he's got good at things. <laughs> Has anyone seen Leon? Is Leon camping at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, <laughs> right. We're going to move on and we're going to move away from uh, FIFA again and we're going to go over to F1. So, uh, Joe, you're going to lead on this part. Take it away. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a pre-prepared segment like I normally do. But, of course, the big news is that we've gone back to uh, two divisions. So, before the season, we had a vote. Um, it was a, probably a bit closer than I thought it would be, actually. But, but we voted to go back to two divisions. Um, we're now three races into the season. And it's been pretty interesting, to be honest. Um, I think three of us race, don't we? Um, division one, we've had the same winner of all three races. Ben AJ Cooper in the uh, Alpha Tauri. He's pulled himself a nice lead out in Division 1. He's about 40 points clear of Jam in second place with Sweaty and Burger Boy just behind. And in Division 2, a bit better news. We've had three different winners so far. So I believe it is Diadex, Payne Wills and Paul Laws have all won a race each. And that is a bit of a closer championship. We've got Diadex, eight points clear of Payne Wills, who's one clear of Paul Laws. Uh, and you've got a couple of other guys, three or four points back. So it's a all pretty tight down there. 
interested in your guys' views on what you think has happened so far and how it's going. I think, I think for me, me personally, just to, to fire one off, I think that um, Ben has been far and away superior in, in our division. I think nobody's been able to get close to him. I think when Bunsey's tried, he's lost his back end and he's he's flown himself into a wall. Um, I think Sweaty is, you know, has not done too bad. We've also seen this, uh, I think it was it Disco Duke? Um, yeah. The, the other night, you know, coming in a Williams and, and sort of make a statement, um, you know, a bit of Harry tactics, but didn't didn't do too bad. Um, so, again, I think it's going to be an interesting season, this one, for sure. Um, I think it's all going to come down personally to availability. And I think if you can, because like you said, it's yeah, he's, he's got a bit of a healthy lead, but it's easily, you know, it's easy to claw it back if... Um, if he has a couple of nights off on, on a Monday. So I think it'll be, it'll be interesting. But for me, I think um, Ben is by far and away the, uh, the, the favorite for the rest of the season. Um, I think again, you know, you look at like Berger, for example, you know, the other night he, um, you know, he sort of bottled it a little bit, um, you know, in his Ferrari and his favorite track, how he always says Austria is his favorite track. He got too many penalties obviously. And then, um, you know, Ben managed to pip him at the post um, but no, I think the, the good thing, especially about Division 1, obviously it's hard to say about the other division, um, but Division 1, we're seeing some really, really good racing, fair racing on the whole as well. Um, and yeah, again, it just seems to be a lot better overall race experience on a Monday night. Either that's because there's more people, I don't know, um, but definitely closer and more to fight for because there's more people on track. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I just, um, I mean, I've had two races. The first race for me wasn't very good. I spun out on a uh, on a bend, um, hit the green, and went into a wall. Uh, this week, well, I found um, much uh, a much better race. Didn't take any time penalties, which worked out quite nicely in my favour at the end. Um, I think I pipped Burger. I think Berger he finished did. third. Yeah, yeah. So I finished he did, second. You got second place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, it'd be the only podium I get this season. So um, I, I took a <laughs> screenshot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no. But the the first two races of it have um, well, this week's race has been good. The first the, the first one will put <laughs> will use the warm up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the uh, I think the spinning thing's quite interesting, isn't it? Because there just seem to be a lot of spinning going on. I don't mm. know if you noticed that. Um, it seems a lot easier to lose control and go into a wall. I know yeah, I yeah, the first two races. Uh, I think we had quite a bit of it during the hundred percent race as well. So I I don't know whether people are finding it a bit difficult getting used to the game or something. The handling is a bit but different, isn't it? I absolutely, think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been a bit of a difference. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it's good fun though on a Monday, and uh, I agree with what what Jam says. I think you know bigger divisions have uh, have made it for that as well. Um, Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move to Division 4, and Wizzy Fox has finally done it. Um, <laughs> a name that, I mean, at the start of the season, I don't think many would have had up there. Um, you know, I mean, I can't remember on the preview jam. Um, do you remember who you had to go up in this division? Yeah, I had Soggy to, to be top. Payne to be second, Tunners to be third. So I got them in the right order, but they were just in four, fifth, and six. So, so I'll take half a point. That's, right. <laughs> That's it. So obviously, Wizzy, congratulations. Um, you know, most goals scored in this division. Um, did concede, I think, is it third or fourth highest in terms of goals? But, you know, you did score all those. Um, one, te- uh, one 12, drawn two, lost four. Um, 
two points clear of Satie, who's also gone up. Uh, and then Curly is in the playoff. Uh, that is still to be played against Lost Boy. Um, so, yeah, uh, tell us, what what's sparked for you this season? Well, I said at the beginning of the season, if I finished a point ahead of Satie, then I'd go up. And so I wasn't far off there because I think Satie is, is excellent and he's too good for this division. Um, I don't know. My hardest games, and I'm not lying here, were brilliant Gaz. I thought those were really tough games and I was a bit lucky in, especially against Gaz, scoring late goals to win. So, um, I don't know. It's really competitive. He's so nice, Wiz. You don't have to say that. You don't, you don't have to say that. <laughs> yeah. He's so no. nice to him. You, you don't have to admit that. Yeah, but it's true. And the last, last season, or last two seasons, it really has cost me. Because he's, he's nicked a point off me or two and uh, stopped me getting in playoffs and stuff. So, yeah, Brady's going to do okay. He's, he's getting better and better. So, um, it's a tough division. It's a bit like the championship, you know, in real time. And I wouldn't like to say, I think Payne, Payne's going to do well next season, whichever division he's in. Um, and Satie, obviously. So, I think Satie's, he's a top guy and he's, He's a very good player, so tough to beat. Yeah, I mean, Sati's a player that in the past has, has had very good seasons and then he's had very, very poor seasons. Um, so to see him go up is very, very good. Um, you know, and I mean, he's obviously had the best goal difference as well on in that division. I mean, yeah. Jam, I was just looking at, at the, you know, the points in this division. So... Uh, let's, I mean, Wiz obviously was at 38, Sati 36. And then you've got Curly on 34. You've got yeah. Soggy Cabbages in fourth on 34. I mean, Curly only got in the playoff by three goals. Um, and then Payne on 34. And then yep. Tunners on 32. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's tight. Isn't it? I, I, I'll be honest. I, I think me and you are both realising right now that actually it was as tight as it was. I, I've not actually looked at it until just now. Um, and didn't realise how tight that was. That's that is actually quite insane. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, we talked about division uh, division one about how tight it was from sort of fifth mm. down to you know eighth or ninth. I mean, it's the same in this division. From you know, I mean, even from there are only four points off the top. So I, I think uh, what's what's frustrating and what, what's frustrating. I don't think it could ever really happen because of. Well, I guess it could happen, but it would rely on running it like almost like an event. Is the um, the last fixtures of the season you know if it was this tight it'd have been lovely if they could have sort of organized to play them all at the same time so a bit, it's a bit like, like a final day of the season Saturday type thing <laughs> yeah because you'd have had it moving around so much um because you know again it's you can't split them really can you like you say um Sadie's goal difference is kind of what saw him safe i think mm. um when, when you look at it but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Curly, Soggy, Payne. I mean, either one of them could have, if they'd have put a few more goals in against Gaz and Andy, they'd have been all right. Um, so it's oh, uh, a bit unfair, really. Yeah. Isn't it? Gaz and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, Harry as well. Sorry, Harry. Let's not forget Harry. Actually, let's not forget. Gaz only, Gaz only conceded forty goals, which was less than me. So he's, yeah. uh, you know, he he done well, Gaz. Yeah. No, to be fair, again, I think, uh, and, and, and like you say, Andy. 
didn't come bottom either. You know, Andy's. Uh, no, he didn't. You know, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> the table don't lie. <laughs> the table don't no, lie. No. <laughs> the streets will not forget Andy Brill's ninth place position. <laughs> That's it. But he's improving. Andy's improving. Believe me, he will do well soon. Well, I think eight, is eight yeah. points is his we get to FIFA. I don't know. What is it now? Sorry. EA Sports Club. Um, 29. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'll, get, he'll get there. He'll That's get it. there. That's it. Um, it's, it's like Gaz, like myself and Gaz. I mean, we was down there, but, you know, Look at it now. I'm just sorry, Wiz. I'm just I'm I'm viewing it as if to say you and Gaz are like two old blokes, and when you were Andy's age, you were bottom of the league. And when Andy gets to your age, he'll be he'll be winning Division Four. Yeah, or when we or when we get to Wince's age. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, no, it was no, it was, yeah. Anyway, get back to your original point. Yeah, really tight. Um, uh, I think you know Payne and Soggy will count themselves unlucky for sure. Um, I think Payne had um, not a grievance, but was frustrated about the fact that Ryan Jones dropped out of the league because he actually did the double over Ryan Jones. I think so. You know, whereas maybe other people wouldn't have done. Um, so that potentially would have seen him obviously up um, into those sort of top two or three places. But then so. it is worth noting that he lost to Harry in his last five games. True. He lost three-one to Harry, and if he'd taken a point. Yeah. He'd have finished third, and if he'd taken a win, he would have finished second. Yeah, I mean, does anybody yeah. deserve to call if they lose to Harry? That's well, this is it. I mean, you already sort of, uh, you know, you have an asterisk against your name if you lose. Yeah. You did lose to Harry Wiz, did you? Yeah, I did actually. I lost. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Then lost him the next. Hang game, on, yeah. I've just, I'm just looking. Apparently, he put six past you. Uh, well, I've I'll put six past him too. I'll put we. I think I won the first one six asterisk. two, and he won the second one six two. Put an asterisk I think he's crowded. Fair, by that point, I think, Wiz, I think he crowded his goalkeeper. Wiz was already on the beach by then, obviously. Last <laughs> oh, week, that's that's it, yeah, yeah. I was waving them goodbye. That's so, it. Brilliant. <laughs> um, Joe, what do you want to take from this division? Uh, well, Man City have just scored, so that's. Uh, me knackered. Um, <laughs> very tight, like I said, very tight. Uh, this oh, fair play to Wiz, great record. Um, I don't think you can argue with, with how tight the division is. You've got six people by what six points, pretty crazy, isn't it? Really, um, fair play to Billy and his eight points. Um, I've got the fact he got two default wins from that. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Well done, guys. <laughs> that's it that's it Uh, right we're going to move on and we're going to move on to what is happening next so we're having a bit of a break from the leagues um, and we are going to have a Champions League tournament so um, Joe I'm going to get you just to run through first um, the format and how it's going to work and then we will uh, pick out some teams. Obviously, we've we've seen the teams and the allocations, um, and we'll pick up some standouts. Uh, we won't reveal all of them. Uh, they will be available in the forum, um, but we will uh, reveal obviously the best, the well, who has the best team, the uh, lowest rated team, and all that, um, and some standout names. So, Joe, if you if you start us off um, with how it's going to work, um, and then yeah. we will see the teams. 
Absolutely. So um, just to point out that the reason we're doing this is because Marcus obviously put out a thread asking for feedback about what was happening and um, how the league was going and things. And it was clear that people wanted some changes. So rather than rushing into a new season um, and with the way this sort of time's moving towards the new FIFA, we decided that we'd have a little bit of a break to get, make sure we get those changes right, essentially, uh, and then we can get one more season in before the end of FIFA. So we came up with the Champions League, obviously. Um, so pretty simple format, like we've done with the Euros and World Cup before. Groups, uh, could be groups of five, I think. Uh, we'll have a winner's knockout, a loser's knockout. The teams are naturally handicapped, so, of course, it goes on league finishing position, so... The guys that finish lower in the league get better teams, and the guys that finish higher get worse teams. Um, so it should be a really interesting contest. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always nice to see something a little bit different, um, you know, with sort of um, real teams and whatnot. So let's start then. So Andy Brill, the lower. <laughs> No, I won't say that. The the, the player that finished <laughs> really had Andy the Lowe. lowest position on in the league four. You will be Manchester City. Um, very strong team, obviously. Um, and then Burger Boy, you won Division One again. And your team will be Malmo. Um, before I pick out some standouts, obviously Wizzy Fox. You will be Barcelona. Joe, you are Dortmund. And Jam, you have Shakhtar Donetsk. So, um, I'm going to ask you for some of your picks um, in a minute. But firstly, I'll just get sort of what your thoughts are on the teams you've been allocated. So, uh, Wizzy, I'm going to start with you. Barcelona. You, you were saying before uh, before the podcast you weren't too sure. <laughs> well, you know. Barca are on the on the downslope, aren't they? You know, but uh, I'm sure I'll get the best out of them. So yeah, not 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 a bad uh, allocation. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe, <laughs> not a problem um, with you, Dortmund. <clears throat> yeah, um, we'll still have Haaland uh, for this tournament. Yeah, if there's oh, getting Wolves this squad. Um, if there's going to be um, one sort of positive to being a bit shit. In something like this, I'm going to get a better team. So, uh, it's not worked out too bad. Uh, I'll definitely take Dortmund. Haaland, of course. Um, Julian Blanton there, one of my old players. Jude Bellingham. It should be interesting. Uh, Jam, Shatsar Donetsk. Yeah, I'm actually really, really happy with that. Um, when I saw the allocations before we started the podcast, I was really quite chuffed. When you consider that um, the teams around me, which obviously we'll come on to in a minute, um, I actually think Donetsk... Uh, are stronger than some of the people with worse teams, you know, sort of in, in quotation marks than me. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy with John X and yeah, up, up the Ukrainian lads. Let's, <laughs> so, let's so, do it for Ukraine. Um, my team, <laughs> uh, or I realised I hadn't mentioned, I have FC Basel. Um, so they will. Be, you going to apologise to Raz now, or? Uh, oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I mean, who's, I'll be, who's, I'll who's be, he got? I mean, do you want to offer him a swap? I'll, I'll be. I'll be sending him a Wolfsburg? message. Would you? Would you? Would you like Wolfsburg instead, Ash? Wolfsburg. Uh, well, they've got some players. Um, <laughs> uh, so Raz has got Wolfsburg. Um, a couple of names that I've picked out. Uh, Payne Wales has got Bayern Munich. Um, you know, he could be one to watch. Red Rhinoceros has got Inter Milan. Um, 
again another one really really strong um and then the other name that i picked out was winston at atalanta now i've it's been a while since i've used them um but i think they've got some decent players and some quick players in their team um and obviously wince has done well in the division so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on with them um so let's have a couple of uh, picks from yourself so jam let's start with you a couple of names and a couple of teams that stand out yeah i mean you you sort of spoil it really because two of the three you've already mentioned um oh. <laughs> i had um, i had rhino written down for inter again we said obviously he's on the upturn Inter are a really good team, so he could do something there. Um, Atalanta are kind of like tailor-made for Wince, really, with his counter-attacking on-the-break style. Like you say, they've got some really good fast-forwards, and they're a strong, compact team. Um, but for me, the, the pick of the bunch, um, again, when you consider the teams you could have had around him, um, is uh, is Didex, um with Sevilla. Um, you know, Sevilla are no mugs. They're a, they're a really, really good squad on FIFA, and I think he'll do really, really well with them. Um, the, the, I must say, the one that I did laugh about was, you know, Satie always talks about doing playing FIFA in the right way, and he knows how the game's played, and and all this sort of stuff. And he's got the biggest shit shit house anti football team there is <laughs> in in Atletico Madrid. Um, he's like the anti Simeone, um, so that will be uh, that will be a fun one to see how he gets on with them. Um, to be fair, again, you can play however you want with them, can't you? But if I had Atletico, I'd be going full shit house. I'd be going slide tackles. I'd be going cold it in the corner. I'd be doing all sorts. Um, but yeah, no, for me, I think that Dark Horse would be Nuince for sure, um, and Diadex as well. Um, maybe an honourable mention for for Sofa as well with Benfica. Um, again, not a bad team at all. Some good players there. Yeah, um, Joe. Yeah, um, I think a, a couple that really interested me, little wrinkles of sort of the way it worked out. I thought Harry with Liverpool, um, you know how he's uh, he's ran away from being Liverpool a couple of times, where he's picked everything in franchise options and things. And, of course, Worm, who is a Liverpool fan, has got Man United, so that could be quite interesting as well. Oui. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Monaco with Plunkett could be quite interesting. Um, they've got a lot of pace, haven't they? Monaco. Mm. I know the uh, Boada that I've got uh, yep. plays for them. They've got Ben Yedder. They've got um, who's the the quick winger that plays? Jocelyn Martins, is it? Yep. Yeah. So yep. They, they've got a lot of pace there. I think mm. that could be quite an interesting match. Uh, and looking a bit further down, it is tough because I, I've used a wider range of teams this time because we've got thirty nine players in it. Um, it'd be interesting to see how some of you guys in Division One. Uh, play with those teams. Uh, Burger Boy's got Malmo, as we've seen. I don't know if we've got any sort of standout players whatsoever. Uh, Sweaty Banana's got Hadjib Split and Ben Ajil keep has got Young Boys. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with those lower rated players. I think it isn't. Funny you say that again. I, I, again, I can't be happy with my pick. Really, I think when you, the only team when I go up and up and up, the only team I would trade it for, the next team up I would trade it for is uh, Lil with Bonzi. Um, everybody else up to that point, I actually feel like with Donetsk, I've actually got a decent squad and I'd, I'd actually prefer the squad that I've got compared to any other ones in that in that Division 1 mix-up. Um, I think that, again, you could argue Salzburg, obviously, with Adiemi and, and a few of their players uh, that Top Cat's got. But, yeah, I think that, you know, Bunsey, Aaron, um, yourself, Ash, I think there'll be some people struggling with these teams for sure. 
because we you know, when you get down to when you get down to sort of Aaron downwards, you're looking at their teams are actually going to be worse than their league teams, which I think is the the key point there. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, I mean, although Aaron's got Anderlecht, so you know they have got some good players, so maybe you can find a bit of form with them. Uh, I'm not too sure. I mean, Buncey, Panathinaikos, mm, don't know. Um, so yeah, it's. I agree with the point that you make about the teams being worse than the league teams. Um, Wizzy, who stands out for you? Well, I'm going to pick out Jeff with Leipzig. I think that could be a mm. decent one for him. Uh, Bry with Villarreal. Jam yourself, I think you've got a very good chance um, pick of that bunch. And um, who else? Yeah, probably Joe with Dortmund because... I think Harlan Harlan's a cheat code as well, isn't he? You know, Dortmund have got some good players, but Harlan is just ab- he's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, of course it happened. Yeah. Joe, you're capable. Who do we The question is who do we think is gonna flop? I mean, do we do we look at the likes of Tunners? and Payne who you know did not too bad to be fair in Division 4 with Real Madrid and Bayern Munich and do we say that actually if they don't do as well you know for example if we where, where's the line I guess is, is what I'm saying if you've got Saiti with Atletico Madrid Saiti's quite a capable player if he comes up against Ben AJ Cooper with young boys who are we expecting to win that Saiti without a doubt I think Saiti yeah it's interesting because I don't know because I still think that, that ben, good, ben would come out with it well he's got a good They've got a good defence, haven't they? You know, mm. um, yeah. So it will make them tick, I think. What What do you think on that, Joe? Because obviously it's your, you know, you're the one who, who who sort of helped put this thing together. So I mean, in in terms of the where where's the line? Where's the sort of leveling out? Do you think? I don't know. It's interesting that that question you just asked is exactly why the conversation like this is so interesting, isn't it? Because I, I prefer this to handicaps for sure. Yeah, I, I agree completely. It, it's it's completely true. I mean. <sighs> The top, top end, Billy and Gaz, obviously, they struggle. But if you get a couple of sort of players below them, you look at people like Payne Wells and Saty, who can play a bit of FIFA, and they've got very, very good teams. When you've got someone like Malmo or Young Boys or Basel or something like that, that's a tough task. Mm. I mean, I don't like doing those handicap things where you've got away two goals. When you've got a team full of 70 rated players, they're playing against, what, Imagine playing Gaz with, with PSG. He's got Mbappe, Neymar and Messi. And you're playing with 65-rated players. That's a tough ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but however good you are, yeah. Well, Joe, you didn't mention Barca, I don't think. <laughs> I didn't mention Barca, no. <laughs> I, I, am, I am going on record now. I'm making you one of the favourites for the competition. So... Oh, yeah, of course. No, he's, he's put, oh, he's put pressure. on it now. Pressure. It. You, could, you could be my flop with if you don't win it. <laughs> <laughs> no brilliant um so a couple of standouts there obviously the full list is will be in the forum um we start is it monday i think um, yeah correct yeah so yeah. The, the the teams will be revealed when the podcast comes out and um there's going to be a live group draw on friday night on twitch as we've done before so that'll be the, the groups get spit out uh, and then the first fixtures come out monday morning 
And then was there some uh, bookies going up as well, or did I? Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be going to be a competition winner um, betting market going up at the same time as the teams come out, and then once the groups are drawn over the weekend, there'll be group betting as well. So they bet on who's going to win each group. Superb. Oh, brilliant! Superb. Can we have? Um, I don't suppose. I don't know how it would work. I'm guessing there cool. isn't a way. But again, is there anything like for like a top goal scorer or most red cards, like something just a bit out there, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've put it out to Plunkett. I've told him if he wants to um, put some more betting markets on there to go for it. So we'll see what he comes up with. And I should also mention there's going to be two bonus head-to-head targets involved in using your Champions League teams. So there'll be one coming out uh, at the same time as the podcast for when you want to play some friendlies with your teams tomorrow night and sort of over the weekend. There'll be one more coming out on the first of the month. So, yeah, bit, a bit more Tusky, a bit more Scudo using these teams. Yeah, fantastic. Do we do we have a, um, a FIFA event on Friday or is it something else? Uh, not at the moment. No, there might right. be one. Uh, to be confirmed. Yeah, no, okay. cool. Brilliant. Um, well, that we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. Um, so thank you very much um, for coming on, Wizzy and Joe. It has been a pleasure. Um, so we will say our farewells. So Wizzy. Thank you, and thank you for making your debut. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, great stuff. Thanks for having me, boys. No, no, thank you for coming on. It's uh, it's really, really good to see you. Uh, you know, put yourself out there and uh, make your debut on here. So thank you, um, Joe. As always, it's always a pleasure having you on. So uh, thank you. Of course, anytime. Yep, and uh, Jam. As always, thank you for doing this with me. And um, until next time. Yeah, yeah, no, again, thank you very much for coming on. Again, Wiz, um, great, great debut, mate. Um, again, if anyone fancies uh, trying to step into Wiz's shoes and, and jump on the next one, please do. Um, again, if you want to moan about you, about Joe and him, you know, giving you a shite Champions League team because he doesn't like you, Rhino. Um, <laughs> or, you know, if you want to get involved with, with anything else, um, yeah, please just give us a shout, guys. Yeah, no, and, uh, you know, I say every top podcast and... Uh... If you haven't been on before or you want to come on and you've not been on for a while, then just uh, do give us a shout. Right, thank you very much. And until next time, take care. Goodbye.